Welcome back to the final AFC East team mock draft. We have a very small mock draft here with the Buffalo Bills. We, I mean, we can talk about the Stephon Diggs trade all day. It was a good trade. They did the right thing in helping that team. Uh, now, probably the contender for that division, the favorite, um, until the Patriots maybe get Jameis Winston, whatever the case may be. We got Tyler back. We switched over to the draft network, but Tyler, how you doing? Yeah, I'm doing good. Um, quick comment on that Buffalo trade. We, I was taking wide receiver for them in the first round every single time, um, and I would much rather have Diggs over anyone else. They were they were going to fight at that position. So really good trade, and they're still sitting with their second through uh, through seventh picks. Yeah, I agree. I I put a little clip out on Twitter, basically breaking down. Um, obviously, we relate this to fantasy as much as we can, but breaking down the real football aspect and then the fantasy aspect. And I know we both agree that we think Diggs takes a major drop off going to Buffalo uh, due to. Yeah. target share weapons whatever the case may be but i think the overall football move i think it's gonna be fantastic to get a true a true wide receiver one i think this like presence on that team but yeah um and i, I can get behind that uh looking at our first pick here though we, we were talking about it before if this if this magical thing happened where he was in our lap uh that we we would feel almost obligated to go and grab him um jonathan taylor here what, what are your thoughts yeah, I mean, I think that has to be the pick. I think this pick is going to be a running back for them because I think, I mean, I think even JT could fall down here. I don't want to, like, place money on it or say it's, like, the most likely outcome. But, like, I'm a big believer in don't don't go get a running back super high or don't pay a running back because we not only just, like, a numbers-based output, but we've seen it happen. Like, running backs that go later just produce better because they're on shorter-term contracts, whatever the case may be. I think we have to take him here. They have Devin Singletary. I think they know Devin Singletary is not a workhorse back. They tried to go get Melvin Gordon. They've been talking about getting mock drafts, so running backs in mock drafts. So I think that's the pick. Um, we can look at edge just so we don't miss anyone big because that is probably the only position they need. They lost Shaq Lawson. Um, so I think there's still a bunch of guys. I know you like Grenard, Uche. We like Aquara. We like Bradley and I down here. So I think ultimately I think we just go JT so we don't mess it up for the Bills fans. By the way, uh, mock draft machine and – is actually hearing my calls of saying that uh, saying that Grenard's better than, than Zuniga. So yeah, I, I, I don't know. Like, I think it's just like their rankings, like all the people at PFN versus TDN. I'm not for sure. Like, it's their predictive board, but I don't know what that means. Like, does that mean uh, like they they did a bunch of mock drafts and like took the ADP from it, or like I don't really know kind of the the flow of that. But we keep going here. We kind of have like we said, it's a shorter. Um, mock draft really spread out which I don't really know if the Bills need a whole lot ultimately I, they do need one edge player Grenard just went there two picks before us dang it oh that hurts that hurts inside uh, if so, you guys watch any of the videos quick plug I just blow this guy so big fan of Grenard so we, we go back to edge here there's a couple guys I think that really I mean I don't want to say we might get him on the way back because who knows when, if we will but I see Zuniga, Bradley and I, Nick Coe, Anthony Jennings. I feel like there's no really need to reach on one of those because I feel like they're all pretty decent. They're all going to be pretty good at this pick here. I think corner is one spot that we, we really, which there really is nothing. I was going to say, if we really hammer down on the corner here, I think that could be huge. Um, that, that's something they could go around to just because there could be someone that falls here. I mean, I like Ojemudier, but I don't know about in the Bills. Um, sort of like man coverage. Um scheme we can go to receiver here if you like i know you mentioned they might try and target one which does make sense i'm not for sure beasley and john brown's contract st status but they both are 30 plus so I, I like that a lot uh i see brian edwards here 
I more or less want to go with the receiver that I feel fits their system the best. You know, Brian Edwards is is above Van um, just a bit in my rankings. But we look at they have the deep ball threat in, in John Brown. Um, they have a really solid possession receiver, which can work the middle of the field and also be a deep threat. More more or less just a do-all kind of guy. Um, very, very good in, in single coverage. I, if I'm picking a guy for their offense, I want a guy that can sit over the middle, make quick plays, uh, keep keep the ball moving, play their Cole Beasley, be a guy that can eventually overtake him, um, and and set up a wide a three wide receiver set for Josh Allen of three guys that can really be versatile for him, um, and he has access to an underneath kind of guy, um, where with like quick slants, you have a deep ball threat, and you have a middle of the field. Guy that you can just trust on the on the one on one uh, and digs. So when I'm looking at a at a quick possession kind of kind of receiver, I'm looking at Van Jefferson. Um, we can we can go with Edwards. I, I think Edwards almost provides more of a uh, I would say more of a digs kind of kind of style of play. So I, I more or less would just want to pair Allen with with as many different kind of targets as possible. Um, mm-hmm. To pair yeah. with them, but what are your thoughts on? on it's tough because, on? like, I, I see, I see both sides to both receivers, but then I also like, I don't know because Brian Edwards has the like out of the reason he's here. We talked about this in the past. Or I guess it'll be coming out later. The Cowboys one that we recorded yesterday. He he is down here because he got injured. But I know out of even probably like Claypool receivers that went ahead of him, Ayuk, he has the clearest path to upside just due to total dominance as a receiver but he's hurt and to me i just don't know if like that's what the bills are going to be looking for because that's not really like they just now got a wide receiver one and stefan Diggs basically they but like i don't know if i don't know i guess what i'm trying to say is like i feel like maybe we don't head that position just because i don't really know the route they're going to take and there's still guys like duvernay tyler johnson down below that would still do justice to what they need um I was kind of looking at offensive tackle because that is one of their needs. I don't know necessarily that they need like a, a starter by any means, but I see Matthew Pert and Sadiq Charles, and I know we like both those guys. Um, yeah. I feel like that's really good value for either one of them at this pick. Yeah, I mean, I can get around Sadiq Charles. Um, outside of that, I mean, I'm kind of looking at um, – I, I, can, I can get around with Sadiq Charles in all honesty. Uh, I think that's a really good pick with with what we're sitting with right now. Wide receiver, obviously, we can wait on the the digs trade means that we can do that. Um, and, and really, again, like what we're looking for is just just a different receiver to pair with with Brown and and, and Diggs. So I, I'm okay going to see Charles there. Obviously, there's a few defensive ends, defensive um, holes that we have to fill, uh, and being one of them, corner maybe just touching that up. Um, we we can hope to address that, but again, corner. And well, edge specifically is so thin right now uh, in this class. This isn't really an edge class. Last year was 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 big on that. So after you get out of the first couple of rounds, you're kind of sitting in a hole of um, wh- where can you go talent wise um, that can actually pay off for your team immediately. And th- that's kind of where we're sitting right now. Yeah, for sure. I think we can. Yeah, this next couple picks here, I think we look at the edge and the cornerback position. If anyone falls. Um, that is, like I said, Shaq Lawson leaving. That's a huge hole to fill. Um, so we back up here. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go to Edge. I know we take Nick Coe, and it seems like every single video, um, but he is just still sitting there. 
and I think that kind of fits their kind of play style. Just a hard nose edge rusher that it really isn't. I don't want to say he's not flashy by any means, but he's just like when I think of him, I just think safe. I think consistent, and that's ultimately what this defense needs because this defense defense outside of they're even outside of Shaq Lawson last year was stacked. So like I know losing him sucks, but getting Nick Coe as a replacement. And even a guy like Jadavion Clowney is still out there. They might go try and get. I feel like that's a solid pick. Um, we can look at corner just to kind of compare. And there's really nothing um, that sticks out to me. So what do you, what do you think here? Yeah, I mean, gosh, I mean, we've, we've taken coach so many times, but there's a reason for it. I mean, you look at how that offense, that defensive line set up. You, you had Derek Brown and you had Marlon Davidson being right next to each other and, and they were the driving force of the interior defensive line and, and they were running through guys all the time um, and then you had Nick Coe that had to actually get the damage done uh, you're looking at you're going to send your guard center your two guards your center and, and maybe even a tackle just to stop those two uh, Davidson and uh, Davidson and Brown so you have to have some guy actually doing doing the work on, on the one um, on the one what the tackles, so you got Nick Coe on the outside, outside doing a lot of damage, and obviously Derek Brown and Marlon Davidson got theirs, but but Nick Coe was very effective in, in making sure he made up for all the times those two were covered up. Uh, I really like him. Still pretty solid at the run stop. Uh, obviously, the run stopping was one of the best in, in the SEC, best in the nation, and then the, the passing attack is also quite effective. Nick Coe being this late is, is going to be a steal for whatever team lands him. Yeah, I, we're probably going to take him in like every single mock trap because he's a guy that could easily come in and get six, seven sacks a year just because he's going to be that offset edge rusher that teams necessarily don't pay a ton of attention to. And that, to me, obviously that's good. But that's what, to me, like helps a player break out in a sense just because when they see what they can actually do at an elite level. And I think it just overall boosts the defense. I think we should go back to receiver here at this pick. Um, I, I think we have two six-round picks, if I remember right, and one seventh. So we can maybe go back to the corner or something at the end, but I think receiver's a spot we should target for sure. Yeah, um, looking at what's kind of fallen to us, I was hoping Tyler Johnson would get around. He didn't. Not really too hung up on that. Still got Cephas up there. You got Michael Pirine who kind of forms the, the Singletary role, so you don't really need him. Um, I mean, looking at what wide receivers building up, you got you kind of already have. Um, I mean, what do you, there's a chance that Diggs could go into the slot and kind of manipulate mm -hmm. the middle of the field. Yeah. So therefore, you can make some room for a guy like Cleveland or Danny Golden or Cephas. I mean, I what, think I think at this point in the draft, I think they would go AGG just because, like, yes, they're going to need to fill in Beasley and John Brown's role when they retire contract expires but i think at this point this team is really focused on obviously they went and got dig so they're trying to win now they're trying to to improve upon the bad loss there to the texans in the playoffs last year but i think agg would just add a just a possession red zone threat that i mean you look at all their receivers even like dawson knox like they don't have that big body guy that's true so i mean like as much as like I know Stevon Diggs is a good route runner, but if he's if you're trying to throw jump balls to him, like good luck. Same with John Brown, same with Dawson Knox. I think that would be my pick. But I could see the same um, claim for Cephas to replace that you did with Von Jefferson to replace um, Cole Beasley in the future because he kind of to me he kind of seems like that possession type guy at the next level. Yeah, 
Um, I mean, again, Golden is, is a pretty great route. Uh, we haven't taken him in any of our drafts, I do not believe. So um, he, he would be an he would be an interesting play. And then, then what it gives you is it gives you room to work digs and Brown around in, in your offensive sets, uh, which is which is good. Obviously, Gany Golden's kind of locked to the outside, which is okay. You're not really too worried about that. Now you got a big body receiver for Allen to go to um, on multiple occasions, and you're right; they don't really have that threat, so it's really solid pick there. Mm-hmm. I like. It. I think it just being bring another dynamic to their offense here for sure. And then we got round. I think we don't pick till round six here. Tight end is a spot we could also look to double uh, get another guy with Dawson Knox. Maybe we find more of a uh, a pass blocking tight end or whatever the case may be, run blocking tight end. As it comes around here, this one seems to go a little slower than PFN. Yeah, maybe I'm not too. Uh, maybe I'm just not too hung up on Knox um, as a tight end. I, I just don't really. I don't really see what makes him stand out fantasy wise too. I mean, there, there's just there's just not much. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I get what you're saying. Like, I feel like he's not a true like tight end one for a team, but I don't really know if any of these guys are. Maybe like Stephen uh, Stephen Sullivan. Just an athletic tight end, big body tight end. I don't. Yeah, I mean, I think if you're gonna take a guy, you, I don't really think you will. In all honesty, I mean, there's not much sitting there. Uh, if you're gonna take a tight end in this class, you you better do it early because there's about three good ones, and then it drops to nothing. Mm-hmm. And no offense to those players, uh, I know they're listening, but I really do feel like <laughs> light joke. I really do feel like um, the class kind of drops off at a certain point. Looking at other positions they need, though, what are you kind of eyeing right now? Just trying to find any any value, really. Um, what do we got at corner? Not Maybe. much. Uh, ooh, Lamar Jackson's on the board. That's pretty good. Okay, yeah. I mean, I know Reggie Robinson's pretty solid for that tier. That's who I'd like. I don't know. I'd favor him, I guess you could say, in that tier. Neville Clark uh, uh, is a pretty good corner from, from UCF, I know. UCF national champions. We support okay. you guys. Um, he, he was pretty good uh, leader of, of that defense uh, on the secondary end. Um, again, like like you're saying, I mean, there's there's it's rough at this point um, to find a good guy. I mean, we can go as far down in the archives as possible. It's just going to be a struggle to find a, a really good talent. Yeah, I mean, I think. Out of all the corners, they're going to take someone with a lot of experience. A lot of just like, um, I, I, want, I don't want to say good experience, but like better competition. Uh, like Levert Hills down there from Michigan, obviously Big Ten. He, we took him, I think in our Giants mock. I was like, so he'd be like their cornerback three or four for the Giants. I think he could ultimately play maybe maybe the, the nickel corner, I guess. So that might be a, a route to go here. Um, obviously they have uh, whoever their cornerback one is. I, can't, I don't know why his name's slipping me now. Um, the Bills. Wow. I'm an idiot. I don't know. I'm just gonna take him. But I think <laughs> I can't think of his name now. Um, whatever the case may be, I think Bavert Hill would just be. Uh, I don't know if his upside's really there, but I think just his Big Ten experience would maybe um, help him get a playing time right away, more so than having to develop in the sixth round. Ultimately, that's what you want. You want to try and find at least the the most possible production. Uh, guaranteed production on these picks because half these guys get cut anyways. Yeah, Nate Stanley went to the Jets. That's hilarious. Hello, well, replace replace a quarterback with the exact same quarterback. <laughs> Why can't I think of that corner's name? Sorry, oh. you're free. 
Dude, I thought of Gilmore. I'm an idiot. I'm like three years in. Yeah, it used to be. All right, here. I think we have two picks left. I think we're going to go to the tight end position. If Steven Sullivan's there, I think that's who I'm going to take here. Uh, I think that just bring another component to that offense that would be very solid. Good run blocker. Just got overshadowed by Thad Moss. I think that'd be a good pick here to complement with Dawson Knox. Kind of different skill sets. Yeah, I mean, I can roll with it. Uh, tight end's not really a position I feel too familiar with. Um, USF fan here, as well as a Florida fan, mainly because I'm, I'm right around Tampa. Uh, I will be going to USF in the uh, future. So, I mean, looking at Mitchell Wilcox, he's more of a pass catcher. Uh, that offense was really bad, too. I mean, that, that's really the only tight end I knew up there. I, I knew Pigney as well as being a Gator fan, so he's a good possession mm-hmm. uh, kind of guy, but not a, not a blocker. So going on with Sullivan there was pretty, pretty solid. Yeah, I mean, they already had their – uh, receiving guys sort of in Dawson Knox. Maybe they think they do, so I don't think they're going to... And they took him kind of early last year, too, so I don't think they'll change that here. I think we have one more pick left. Yeah, and, and the reason, guys, that we're... If you, you guys are Buffalo fans, I mean, you guys try and do a draft like this. It, it's it's challenging. This this team is a really complete. Um, I believe this is the... You're looking at the East champions. Um, you got to be really happy with your team right now. You're just trying to plug in maybe a few few small weaknesses on your team but i mean you're you're ready to go uh, and i think i think us struggling is more of a nod to how good you guys this team is currently so mm-hmm. yeah i agree i think this team is very complete um i don't i don't want to say that they are like super bowl contenders of like afc top they're they're definitely top six obviously but i think that they they're gonna have a not easy path to the championship but i think ultimately they they have a good shot of getting a one or two seed just because they still have to play the Jets. No offense to your Dolphins. It's still the Dolphins. We can't just assume they're good now if they get... Nick was saying, by the way, Notorious was saying that uh, they would make the playoffs next year, and I'm like, you got to chill. <laughs> we we'll are see, we'll see. Yeah. Uh, we got one more pick here. Um, I think we should just try and find best available really at any position. Seventh round pick. Like we said, half these guys won't even make the team here. Um, I'm just trying to kind of look down the list here a little bit. Yeah, I mean, there's there's one move, and and maybe maybe the fans at home won't really love it, but it, it's more or less just on the off chance that that Allen gets hurt. You're kind of sitting here with with a team that that is still really ready to go, and I'm curious if one guy is still up there. Uh, yes, he is. So my my thought process is, um, you kind of have a mobile quarterback now. Obviously, the guy I'm looking at, he's not really built to to sit in the pocket and pass. Um, but maybe you just go with a dynamic threat that you can you can bring in in case in case Allen gets hurt. And, and I know Buffalo, you guys are gonna kill me for saying this shit. But um, I mean, there's there's an off chance that he may go down. And if he goes down, you want to make sure you have a good backup. Uh, I think you get like Barkley, and and I don't really see him as as a legitimate uh, quarterback if if need be to step in. You want to make sure you have a you have a solid backup building up behind um, Allen. I'm looking at two guys. It's either uh, McDonald or, or Perkins, they're my they're my ten eleven on my boards. Um, I know a lot of people don't really know who Bryce Perkins is. Very very good mobile quarterback. In my opinion, I think he's the best mobile quarterback in here. If you're just looking at mobility, the passing is rough, um, but he's he could get it done. If you want to know more about Bryce Perkins, uh, watch the Florida game, the Orange Bowl. I know Florida wasn't really putting all their effort into there, but. Perkins in the, in the band, and Virginia really was. So you really see a lot of heart from him in that game. I think if you're looking at a backup quarterback, I mean, 
is that a move that we should go with or do you want to go anywhere else i i don't mind it at all i think that i would go mcdonald or perkins i think it'd be perkins to me they're gonna take the most upside at this pick if they're gonna go with the quarterback cole mcdonald i mean i like him but like how much more is he gonna offer you than i don't know like a guy i'm not saying any of the guys on this board i guess but like matt barkley in a sense to me because barkley is serviceable enough that i think perkins will provide the most upside and maybe they run like a like a 1a 1b not 1a 1b but maybe like they bring him in for some snaps here and there whatever the case may be so i don't mind that pick at all i mean he's basically a running back uh and i don't really think it's as flawed with him because i think he he's a better runner than hurts and i know that sounds so it's all tyler you're insane you just hate Jalen hurts you're right i do hate Jalen hurts guys trash the fact that we're talking about him actually being a, a legitimate quarterback is a joke because at least lamar in college could actually throw the ball um, where Bryce Perkins openly understands that he, he's more of a mobile guy and he'll take off, and his speed is really good. He did not get a combine invite. I, I'm like, how? Mm-hmm. Um, that that was upsetting a lot, but I really like uh, really like his upside because he he really could be pretty good. Um, he's he's a now NFL quarterback. He's he's a quarterback for for this kind of um, this kind of generation of, of players. I mm-hmm. think he could be. Quite Effective if he's in a system like Buffalo that'll actually grow him correctly. Yeah, uh, and Josh quarterback. I just want to make that clear. I'm not not trying to replace that on all. Mm. So this is our draft. As you can see, if you're on the podcast, I'll read it down for you guys. Jonathan Taylor, Sadiq Charles, Nick Coe, AGG, Lavert Hill, Steven Sullivan, Bryce Perkins. I mean, we we gotta we gotta fucking move the needle guy and Jonathan Taylor, probably the biggest move the needle guy you can pick in this draft with him there. As much as I think they really need to go edge early, if JT's there at 54, not a chance they pass on him. I think Charles is a really good value to even just work in or maybe start. I'm not for sure. I'm not really familiar with who their tackles are necessarily. But then Nick Coe, I think we both really like him. A safe player to toss in there that ultimately won't make mistakes. And then maybe eventually you go in and upgrade that edge next year in the draft, whatever the case may be. And then the last four picks are just kind of upside picks to maybe round out their... um, team and take it to the next level uh tyler what are your thoughts and then we'll get out of here um i like the running back pick obviously um we have to remember edge is not a uh, a very shiny position after about the first two rounds so understand that us getting nick co uh as our fourth pick if you're sitting like that you should be quite happy he he's a great guy that you can just you can just use consistently and he'll he'll get you he'll get you what you need um obviously edge is always a rotational class where one year it's on, one year it's off, and, and this year there's just not too many guys um, outside of those first two rounds, obviously. So yeah. Nick Moe here is a good pick. And then, you know, looking down, you got a few uh, targets um, in Ganny Golden that I feel like is a big target for Allen. Obviously, Sullivan's just a blocking tight end, so no need to worry. That's more creating a, a more running for, for Taylor. And, and then Bryce Perkins is more of an upside pick, not to replace Allen, though. For sure. So... Yeah, I mean, I think we hit the nail on the head with what we had with this draft. This team does not need a lot of real... I mean, if they go without a running back and they just go edge, this team is still just as good as they are with a running back and a later edge. I, I think they're a good team. They're a hard-nosed football team, and I really like them. Um, so up next, we got the AFC North. And then I think next week, the AFC South, and then the NFC will start kicking off. So for Tyler and Lucas, we'll see you next time. <laughs>